Hey, fellow warriors. Welcome to the Azar Mindset Podcast with your host, Altamese Nicole. She's an award-winning founder to the Azar Agency, a philanthropist, mother, daughter, and friend. Here with the Azar Mindset Podcast, we cultivate a safe space and community to be inspired by women worldwide that strive to be the best version of themselves boldly, softly, and unapologetically. And Azar is a warrior created to help. So let's begin to help one another in family, fun, faith, life, and love. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of the Azar Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Altamese, and I am so excited to present to you all a woman today that is so full of love, so full of grace, um, and so full of this presence, this aura that reminds every woman just how beautiful she is, not just in the work that she does, but just in her essence and who she is. Um, and today I'm having a beautiful conversation with TK, aka Tamaya, Maya Grant. Um, she has been doing hair for uh, many, many years. She is a licensed master cosmetologist uh, at the age of 20, and she has been doing hair, and her focus is keeping our hair healthy, giving us a polished look, and helping us not only look great, but feel great. In addition to that, she is an influencer. So if you catch her on IG, if you catch her on Instagram, she talks about all things femininity, all things beauty, all things smelling good, looking good, loving yourself and creating an environment to where others love you at the standard that you love you. And so, oh my gosh, my, I am just so happy to have you here. Um, and thank you. Thank you for being here with me. You're so welcome. I'm happy to be here. Girl, like I <laughs> still remember, I actually found you on Instagram. I found yes. you on IG and I remember DMing you like, girl, my hair. Yes. I <laughs> you know? And it was just, it was so beautiful. You were like, yeah, come on in. And I went in and at the time it was a very stressful season for me. Yeah. I was in a space of trying to decide whether I stay in my marriage or if I go. I had just had a diagnosis of alopecia mm-hmm. and I I could just tell, you know, anybody who knows me, they know I've always had long hair. They they know I've always had healthy hair. But mm-hmm. my hair was at a state where I couldn't even manage it. I didn't know what to do. And I came to you just kind of like, in some ways, broken um, in terms of like knowing, man, I've always had this standard. I've always mm-hmm. felt this way, looked this way. And here I am, my, like my hair was, from my side, I don't know if you would say it, but from my side, my hair was a mess. And I remember it took us out like, yeah, we're so patient. <laughs> we had to take a break, go pick up the kids, come back. Girl, <laughs> girl you were so patient. Mm-hmm. You were so kind and loving and pa- you you didn't make me feel like 
girl, this is just too much. I don't want, like, why am I still doing your hair? Like, you didn't, it was love. And I remember, I remember that. And I, I remember that. And it was in that moment, I was like, this, this woman is not just a stylist. I can tell she's going to end up being a friend. And it was, I want to publicly thank you because it was just, it was your love. Like you literally was super patient and y'all, we not exaggerating. I think I came at like nine o'clock in the morning and I don't think I left until like five. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we had to take our time, detangle, didn't want to rip out the hair. It was, we were doing a lot of work, a lot of repair work. How does like hair care from your perspective, how does that align with self-care and like how you care for yourself? Well, you know, it's we're in a day and age where a lot of women wear wigs and things like that. Things that aren't really a part of them. They kind of neglect yeah. what's coming straight out of their skin, their scalp. Yeah. But it's a certain level of insecurity that can be there when you know when you take that wig off, you you don't look how you want to look. And yeah. you and, you know, they may see other women that have pretty, healthy hair and they may want that for themselves, but they may not know where to look. They may not know what to do, because honestly, I don't fault any woman for not knowing how to really do their hair because I don't know how to fix a car, but I have a car. You know, I don't know yeah. how to yeah. put together like some Wayfair furniture, but I love to order furniture from Wayfair. But there are people that have jobs. You can hire them for that stuff. So you don't really right. have to know that. But a lot of times they don't know where to go or it's kind of hard to trust people with your real hair because if they mess it up, that's it. You got to just wait for it to kind of recover. So I yeah. fully get that. It's like a judgment free zone. But I know that um, every woman needs to take care of her home base. And I'm talking about black women because that's who I service. Um, we need to take care of our home base, which is our hair. Then if you add something to your hair, then that's fine. But in between wearing your wigs and weaves or braids, always take care of what you got to go back home to, which is your yeah. real hair. Yeah. And you've been doing hair for years. Yeah, since I was 15. Like, how, was it something that you was like, oh, I'm going to do hair and you just knew it? Or did like, how did you how did you realize you had this gift, number one? And then was it always something that you wanted to do? Um, first off, I started doing nails when I was eight years old and I just went from there, just doing my own nails. I look in magazines and try to mimic what they did. And then when I got to middle school, I did scrapbooking. Like I made Mm. like a literally kind of like a yearbook of the kids in my eighth grade class. And I took pictures of everybody and I did a personalized page for each person. So I was always a very creative person. I I learned how to sew when I was in fifth grade. So I would make purses out of jeans, like just wow. all types of girly <laughs> stuff. Okay. Yes. But I was always interested in the back of my mind to do hair, but I didn't know how to do it. But I had enough confidence around the time I was 15 to just try. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, I could, I could do this. And then when I was in, let me see I think it was ninth grade we did a tour of this technical high school that was gonna you know come about mm-hmm. in the area and I was like when I saw they had a cosmetology program I was like I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. when I um get to 11th grade so that's what I did wow. I went for wow. it <laughs> mm. wow 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 
And have you always been as confident and as um, sure of yourself as a woman and in your calling? Like, has that always been something for you? And if not, how has that journey been in terms of like evolving into who we're talking to today? Well, I can say that confidence wasn't there, but the sureness was there because you could be sure about who you are. But when people try to make you believe that you're not by, you know, doing things to intimidate you, bully you or just talk you out of your spot, the confidence ain't going to show because you're in an environment where you're they're They're kind of saying shrink. So you're going to probably most likely shrink, especially being that I started doing it as a a child. Pretty much. I was a child. So I didn't have the mental. um, What is it? The emotional intelligence to really say this is what you're trying to do to me. And this is what I need to do. I just kind of adapted to the environment. But I did things to kind of break out because I was sure of who I was. So at the time, I was living with one of my aunts when I first got you know, into doing hair. And she really didn't want me doing hair in her house like that. So what I did was I had a car. So I would go to my clients. I'd take one of my homegirls with me and I'd mm. do my clients' hair. So I had the sureness there, but I couldn't be like, oh, I'm going to do hair in your house. No, this ain't my house. Right. So I just had to make a way. <laughs> No, that's right. I know that's right. And that that's beautiful. That's beautiful though, because it's it's as if like it's always been in you, right? Even when there were naysayers around you or people who, you know, halfway supported, kind of supported, you know, it's always been been something in you. And, you know, I I know you and I have had a lot of conversations about mm-hmm. standards, about, you know owning who you are as a woman and um, not feeling as if you got to fight for that. Right. Or you got to, you know, you got to fight for that position and just honoring who you have been, been designed to be like, where's that passion in you coming from for women? Well, because I've, I've seen how just being being a woman that knows what you want and you going after it, it's so many things that want to fight against you. It's yeah. like if you just kind of sit and be quiet and just go along with what everybody else is doing, nobody bothers you. Right. But when you got tunnel vision going your own way, you ain't bothering nobody. But it's just that right. they see you. They see you. That's pretty much it. They see you doing something great and people can see where you're going before you even see it sometimes. That's right. So that's when they like, hold up. You know, I'm I live across the street from her. We went to the same school. Like they, they see it. They, yeah, <laughs> think about those similarities yeah. and they're like, you know, why is she doing this and I'm not doing that? So I'm gonna take it up with her by attacking her or not supporting her when in actuality seeing another woman do something and she comes from the same place as you, it shows that you can do what you wanna do. Not that you can do what she do, because that's her. But yeah. You need to look at what you want to do and what you've suppressed and just let it bloom. That's what happened. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Because I think, too, um, we're in in an era at the moment where everybody's talking about this soft girl era and and, and being soft. But I I don't know if people fully understand what that means. They don't. Like, I don't think, I don't think people, I don't think women fully understand what that means. And then I also don't feel that men fully have an understanding 
of what's required mm-hmm. to have to to have a woman in your space that is living that life, right? Yeah. How for you, um, how have you created an like a space for you for yourself for your daughter? Um, that allows you to live that soft life, even as a business owner, even as a mom trying to handle everything and, you know, being there for other people. Like, how have you managed to create that space? Um, first off, you you got to know yourself. You got to go to therapy, for one. Mm-hmm. Everybody to go to therapy. <laughs> so right. exactly. one thing I do, I don't try to do things that I know is going to stress me out, okay? Being that I'm a, sing- I'm a single mom, so... I'm going to tell you one thing. It's all on me. Yeah. So if I know asking um, her other parent to do something and he doesn't do it and it's going to derail my day, I just don't ask him for nothing. I just take care of it myself. And being that I'm a woman that's tapped into my femininity, I create from nothing. So that means whatever I want to make money from, I can do it. I can monetize anything and I've done it. So mm-hmm. any of my abilities from perfume, I host perfume events. I make money from that. I'm a hairstylist. I make money from doing hair. I know about products, how to make flat irons. I make flat irons and I make money from that. So mm-hmm. just from my knowledge, that comes from just whatever's in here, creating yeah. from nothing, I can do it. So I have no reason to pick at anybody about what they should be doing. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing. Just don't do nothing. That's going to make it to where you're irritated and you just can't deal. Now, if Mm -hmm. something happens throughout the day or whatever, you deal with it the best way you can. But I do that. And also I take breaks. I listen to my body. I rest and I start my day a certain way that, um, I cater to myself first. Then I take care of other people. Mm. So even with my child, I'm going to wake up before her and I'm going to get me together first. Mm. And then once I fill my cup, I'll be there for her because she don't want to be bothered with me in the morning anyway. So (laughs) let's just say she gets up around the same time I do. She want to watch a little TV. Okay, let me cut the TV on and I'm going to go in the bathroom and I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to do my skincare. Maybe I need to touch up my lashes. I'm going to do that first. And now I'm ready to be like, okay. Let's get going. Let's get the teeth brushed. Let's wash your face. And I can, you know, pour into her. But ain't no way I'm going to jump out the bed and I'm in her face telling her what to do. And I ain't even brushed my teeth yet. Right. Right. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's something I hope people hear that. Right. Because you essentially talking about filling your cup. Yeah. Before you go fill somebody else's. Yeah. And that don't hurt them. No one died from me doing that ever. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. I think that's beautiful. I think, I think that, um, uh, as women, for for some reason, we feel like we gotta be put ourselves last to show mm-hmm. that we love other people. Yeah. But you know, when and, you complain to them and you tell them, Oh, I did this for you. I put myself last. You know what they're going to tell you? Who told you to do that? Yeah. Ain't nobody told you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. How have you, how are you raising your daughter to also have those, you know, those, those type of um, 
core values instilled in her early, right? Mm -hmm. She won't have to worry about some of the stuff that we had to deal with. By leading by example, because I could talk to her all day. But one thing she does, she observed me. Kids watch what you do. Um, Just by her looking at me, observing me. My daughter is seven and she has level one autism. But she has a bedtime shower routine, like her bath time routine. She has, she uses a bath bomb every night. She doesn't really, she's not really a bar soap kind of girl. So she likes body wash. So yeah. she uses this $13.99 body wash. <laughs> <laughs> so she's never ashy because it has oil in it. The bath bombs have oils in it. And she just lays around in it. She calls herself a mermaid because the water turns purple and it has yeah. little herbs floating around. She just loves that. And I let her have it because while she doing her thing, I'm in the shower doing my routine. And she's yeah. seen me do that because to show her how to you know, bathe herself, I have to put her in the shower with me and show her how I do it. So yeah. she's seen me put on oil while the, while my body is still wet and I'm in the shower. Yep. She's seen me exfoliate with coffee scrubs. She's seen me use an exfoliating cloth for certain parts of my body or use a regular. Yes. You know, it's so many things that I do that she has incorporated some of that into her routine now that she's out of the tub with me and she's, yeah. you know, just doing her own thing. At seven. So leading by example. At the age of seven. Yeah, they watch. I look. I love it, honey. <laughs> at the age of seven, and I think, you know, for me, all of these things that we do now, that I do now, when it comes to like taking care of my skin, taking care of my body, I had to learn that as an adult. Me like, too. I learned that in my twenties. Like, mm-hmm. girl, like when I when I realized, because you know that was like a thing, and I and we just we just gonna go there. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just have a tea and my moment with with us ladies. Mm-hmm. Like, I there was a moment where there was a thing, and I remember people talking about like their their period panties, like their uh, their their cycle panties, and they yeah. would be like, oh yeah, like I have this, I have. And like it was a thing to be like, oh yeah, I still have panties from three years ago, four years ago. Mm-hmm. When I learned in my twenties that the Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale is not just for marketing, and it's because women are supposed to discard their undergarments yes. every three to six months six months max, which is why the semi-annual sale is every single six months. Wow. Okay. I didn't like, know that was, the, that was like that's a the conscious thing they were doing. I thought yes. it was marketing. Yes. Like it, wow. it aligns with like self-care. It, it aligns with the caring of a woman's body. Yes. And when I learned that, I was like, what? Like I was in my 20s and it was like from a book. It was It was from a book I was reading. Yeah, and she talked about it, and I was just like, "What?" Like, but now I live by that. Like, I mm-hmm. every three to six months, like clockwork, baby. We we gonna go ahead and we gonna freshen this out, and it's amazing. Like, it makes you feel so good. It does. It and it like even for like lingerie and all of that. That's not for nobody but me. Like, yes, that's for me. I yes. like I feel good. I love it. It's you know for you I mean? first. 
Yes. So it's not like when you get with a man that you're doing this this special thing. Nah, this just me. It's just me. And you're gonna it's enjoy me. it. You just yeah. enjoying me. That's it. That's it. That's you you reap the benefit of my own self love. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I I just I think that like oh but I learned so much in my twenties by observing, by reading. And just by like being open with my girlfriends and just learning like what what we should do as women, what we shouldn't do as women, how you know what how to properly care for your body, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I I, I think it's beautiful that our daughters they're going to learn it in a completely different way because they are learning it early from mothers who knew it. And and I don't want to take away from our parents. I think our parents. Our moms knew they gave us what they could. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like my, I know my mom gave the best that she had with with the information that was provided to her. You know, so it's not a knock on you know the older generation at all. It's not a knock on on our mothers, our moms, our aunties. It's not a knock on them at all. Mm-hmm. They did the best that they could, but it's up to us. To continue to make generations better. Right. It's up to us to continue to make sure that the next generation of women, they understand their value. They understand their worth. And they don't go into relationships that we may have went into because we didn't fully understand our value and our worth. Right. And, like, uh, I love that you do perfume exchange like events i i can't wait to attend one i've been lurking because i'm really every time time i'm either like traveling or something and it's like the dates just don't align so i just be like oh but i'm i cannot wait because i'm as i've gotten older i have learned that i'm a sensual being yes and i oh my goodness that is not smell is so important to me Uh (laughs) like it is so important to me like there is nothing better than a well-groomed well-dressed man smelling good that yes. is top tier like that yes. is it takes them up a few notches like it does <laughs> it, it really really does and it, there is nothing for me there's nothing better than the moment after I just got out the shower I don't put my body oils on I don't put my little spray on and I get that signature perfume that is just my go-to to where if if I go anywhere somebody gonna turn their head when I walk by yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I love that was that something like is that something that you have always had a passion for like perfumes and things like that or is that something you have grown to love in your adulthood well, I think I've always loved smelling good, but the obsession, honey, has grown. Yeah. Um, starting in 2020 when I ain't had nothing else to do, yeah. I started going down the rabbit hole of buying designer and niche fragrances. And I'm not just talking about mm. perfume because I have colognes in my collection, too, that I like. So I just love fragrance in general, and I can appreciate yeah. all kinds of them. So it mm. it started the obsession in 2020. Yeah, now <laughs> I have a whole room dedicated to perfume. That is, uh, and it's, wait, let's wait. 
Did you just say a whole room? Yeah, I got a perfume room. You got yes. a perfume room? Yeah. Girl. <laughs> I bet it is beautiful and fabulous in there. Yes, yes. That's that's my my peaceful place where I go and I slow down and you know, it's it's wow. a good thing, like when you said we're sensual beings, you know, just being women we're sensual and just being able to rub your body with something that yeah. smells good, to massage yourself with something that smells good, something buttery, something oily, something smooth, that makes you feel so sexy. Like, yes. just Do you that know a- how many people don't even take the time, like, they put lotion on, but they don't, they're not thinking about the fact that they are literally they're giving rubbing your body. Like, yes. And I I always think about that. Like, how many people throughout their day go and take a shower and they don't they don't take the time to prop like really exfoliate their skin and see their skin glisten yeah. underneath the because oh, some of the like I I give this example. I'm gonna get give a little TMI time too. So let's just say you get out of the shower and you know I'll lotion my whole body. Okay, my whole yeah. body. Like, have you ever just well, I'm I'm speaking to everybody, not just you, but to take some body butter and just rub it across your thighs. Do do you see how beautiful your thighs are? Yes. Rub it across your butt. And you see how juicy your butt is. Yes. You know your shoulders. See how dainty your shoulders are. See how beautiful your neck is. Everything when you touch yes. your body, you get comfortable with it. So yes. that way, when it when you're with a, a man or whatever. It, man, I'm good. Okay, I know yes. how beautiful I am. I I know. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you yes. Have to yes. Have that time with your body. You mm. really do. Mm. That's I love it. Yes, you are absolutely right. I remember, like you know, when I was younger, it was just like take a shower, get dressed, go on with yeah, your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hurry up, take a shower, get dressed, go on with your day, do what you got to do, put some lotion on, go on, you know, get ready for work, whatever. Now, it is exactly what you describe. Like I, I love my shower time. Mm-hmm. I love my shower time because it it just reminds me of who I am. Yeah, and like this is just yeah me. with nothing. It's just there, <laughs> just me. Just yeah, and it's just like man, like it's just a beautiful, a beautiful thing, and I. I love, um, I just love the process. Like, I love the process of, like, you know, exfoliating, cleansing, then nourishing, putting that, you know, putting the the essential oils, the body oils, the body butters, and just, mm, just feels amazing. Absolutely. It's it's an experience for yourself. Yes. And I know as a hairstylist, you meet a lot of different women. Like, you... (laughs) connect with a lot of different women is there anything that you have noticed in uh the different types of women in terms of like care or anything like that um that you would like to either address or talk about or encourage or anything to that nature um I would like to address the core of it all taking care of your mental health because one thing that we've learned to do is you you take care of what people can see. You know, I'm a, I'm a smile. I'm going to make sure I got my nails done, make sure my hair done, 
but they might dread doing all of that stuff because they're not right up here. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you might be, you know, in a relationship or dealing with a friendship even where you feeling like you're not getting what you deserve and it bogs you down. Yeah. It's like how you feel is very important as a woman. If you yeah. feel off, it messes up everything. So how mm. you feel is very important. You've got to take care of your mental health. If you take care of your mental health, you will look around your home and see it change. You will look at the relationship you're in your life and see it change in mm. a, a positive change. But yeah. when it's messed up, when your mental is messed up, everything around you will be messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So it starts, it starts mental. Yeah. That's always your home. That's the home. It, I always say it doesn't matter where I am. My brain, my mind is my home because I could be dealing with a stressful situation. But if I decide in my mind that it doesn't matter, guess what? I ain't in a stressful situation no more because it don't matter. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Facts. Like, if, if, and, and if you do that, like, is that do you see that as like psyching yourself out or is it really like a, it's a, it's a decision. It's a, it's a moment of like being like, it's a decision because it's a lot of things. Cause I know I can be a, a realist in a lot of things. And I know for me being a woman, it it ain't my responsibility to tackle everything. I can only care about so much and I have a list of priorities. Okay. So some things are so far at the bottom that I will never address it. Ever. Yeah. But yeah. I still give it the honor of being on my list, but it doesn't mean I got to do anything about it. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's different issues in the world that go on. Like, you know, they have the the tax on like uh, tampons, pads, yes, things that like that. Tax. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that address, that concerns me as a woman. But does it hurt me? No. Right. It's on the list, but. I ain't never going to get to it. You know what I'm saying? I can't because I got other stuff at the top, you know? Right. Right. It just ain't something I'm going to get to. But guess what? I've acknowledged it and it's at the bottom. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, um, as a businesswoman, as a as a leader, as someone who's literally building a legacy and a foundation, like how do you maintain that being in position of leadership and running a business and owning a business while being feminine in the process? Like, how do you, how do you manage that? Well, a lot of my, I'll just say women, we are feminine, definitely more so than men are. Okay. We're going to have more feminine versus that masculine, but my masculine is mainly, I use that to, further my business. So when it comes down to me talking about business with somebody, my horns come out. Yeah. Cuz I you might see the the light feminine part of me when I'm online and talking about perfume, but when we talking about business, you better know what you're talking about if you're trying right. to get my money or anything like that. If you're talking about my money, have your stuff in order, okay? Like yeah. horns coming out right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> because, honey, yes. if you play about your money, you won't have none, okay? Right. Girl, so yes. I cannot play. I cannot do that. And I yes. know one way that I do business in a feminine way is, 
let's just say I'm doing some type of business with somebody. I'm not going to be a hawk watching over you. I'm going to tell you what I would like done. And I don't, I don't have no problem expressing what I need done. I know I communicate pretty well. So if I tell you a few times to do something, you're doing it wrong. I'm going to let you be who you are. I'm going to observe you. Mm-hmm. And behind the scenes, I'm going to be talking to some different pl- people to replace you. Right. I'm not going to argue about it. We don't have to have a long, drawn-out conversation. I've allowed you the grace and the space to do better. You didn't do better, so I'm moving along now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, we don't have to have an executive meeting where I'm sitting right. across from you. No, no. Right, right. We, this, this is already handled. I've handled it. <laughs> right, right. And I, you know, one time I remember because I used to be in corporate before having my own business. And I remember one of my mentors, as as direct as this sounds, she said it in the softest voice. She said, when you go in meetings, don't forget to bring your vagina with you. Mm. And I said, what? <laughs> and she said, we, you, you are a woman. You are a woman doing business. She said, don't ever go into a meeting and forget that you are a woman doing business. She mm-hmm. says, when you go into those conference rooms, bring that vagina with you. And I, it stuck with me. Like, mm-hmm. it stuck with me, like, to remember. So now it sounds so crazy. But now, like, if I walk into a room, yes. I, I remember, honey, that I... I carry something very special and powerful. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Because it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And oh my goodness. This has been such a pleasure and such a joy. We're going to have to have a part two eventually to just talk more about this femininity and like the integration of divine masculine energy and feminine energy. Like we've talked about this, like y'all. When I'm in when I'm in her chair, <laughs> listen. When I'm in her chair, we be talking about everything under the sun. Yes. This is such a beautiful, beautiful conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for just sharing your heart, sharing your wisdom, sharing sharing your space and time. And I'm sure there are some listeners who would love to know more about you and how they connect can connect with you. So where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok under the same name, Tamaya Kiera, T-A-M-A-Y-A, middle name, which I'm using as the last name, K-Y-E-R-A, Tamaya Kiera. So you guys can follow me there. And also my website is tkhairartistry.com. You can visit my website there if you want to book an appointment or purchase a flat iron. Lovely, lovely, (laughs) lovely. And thank you again for joining. And ladies, remember to take care of yourself. Remember to fill your cup first. That doesn't make you selfish. It doesn't make you dismissive of the people in your life. It actually prioritizes them and shows that they are important and you are important. So please remember all of these beautiful nuggets that we have shared and remember that you're worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy of all the love in the world 
and you are worthy of giving that to yourself first. And we will see you on the next episode of the Aether Mindset Podcast. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of the Azar Mindset Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to stay connected and in the know of all upcoming inspiring conversations with Altamese Nicole and inspiring women from all around the world. Until next time, stay soft and fearless, queen.